when you were in Sunday school and you can remember the, the baby blue flannel board that was up in front of the classroom and, and putting the different figures there. You're going to recognize some of the names and imagine them wearing these coats of many colors and, and fighting off bears and some different stories about these men. But I want to just remind us that we are called to be people who are faithful. And examples of that are found all throughout the Bible. Ways in which we saw people who displayed faith. Of course, we could just sit here and read Hebrews chapter 11 and and read those who displayed faith. Uh, And the first name, of course, that comes to mind, the father of faith, is Abraham and the faithfulness uh, that he displayed by following God without a map. That believing that God was going to allow him to be a father of many nations when he didn't have one little child. There was never a baby cry heard from his tent when God said, by the way, you're going to have a child uh, somewhere around the century mark. But by faith, Abraham believed him. Joseph was inaugurated uh, in, in a well, so to speak. And later on in a prison, he had dreams given to him, visions by God, uh, in which he would be a powerful ruler. So much so that even his brothers and his parents would bow down to him. But before they would do that, he would be down in the bottom of a well. But Joseph remained faithful to God even after the well. And in Potiphar's house where he did well, a different type of well of course, and then only to be back in prison. And what we see from Joseph is a story of faithfulness. We have the story of course of Moses who would show faithfulness to God in leading two million people out of the land of Egypt with just a staff and a stutter is what he had at his disposal. But what he also had was the power of God working in his life. And he showed faithfulness at the burning bush to say, yes, I'm going to be your man. Well, it went with a little bit of complaining and arguing, but he did it because he was faithful to God. We have the story of David. I love the story of David being anointed as king But there was no fanfare, there was no throne, there was no scepter. There was, okay David, you'll be king, but not now. Get back out in the pasture. There's sheep who need to be taken care of. And David would experience many, many difficult days and nights. Some of them dodging spears. Others of them hiding out in a cave from the one who was currently king. And David showed such great faith that even as he had been chosen to be king, there was a long journey that would be ahead. Of course, we know the story of Job and the faithfulness that was displayed through him. I think it's important that we know that even though that Job had questioned God, he didn't understand, he still showed faithfulness to God. And Job was a victory for God. Because Satan didn't think that he could handle that. He said, you know what, it's easy to follow God, it's easy to worship God when everything's going your way. Well, faithfulness really enters into the picture when things turn the wrong direction and they don't really go the way you want them to. 
You know, it's easy to say that we're a faithful people. It's easy to say that we're faithful because we live in a land and where we're free to exercise our right to worship. Not only are we allowed to, we have ample opportunities to do so. That for us, worshiping means getting in our car, albeit an hour earlier than we would normally do because of the crazy time change. Maybe that's a story of faithfulness a little bit smaller than the others. But we show up here and we're in a climate-controlled room with bright lights. There's no fear of people coming in and harassing us. The government is not chasing us. So we're displaying some faith. But for those who walk hours so that they can come to a place of worship. Or maybe worship isn't so far away. Maybe it's down in their basement. Or maybe it's hidden in a room where no one else can see them. Because they know that for them, that if they were caught worshiping, that might mean death. For those who are being held captive by ISIS, it's a story of great faith. It says that I choose to serve God Regardless of the circumstances, Paul would use similar terminology when he talks about being in prison. And if I live, it's for Christ, and to die, it is to gain. These people showed great faithfulness. But you know what? They, they, don't, far, they don't fall far from the tree. Because the faithfulness that was displayed by men and women throughout the Old and New Testament, they have a faith that they see displayed from their Creator. They were made in the image of their God who showed faithfulness. And who better to talk about faithfulness than to look to God Himself and to see how He showed faithfulness to individuals and to people, to nations, and to us. It starts off in Genesis when we have Adam and Eve put into a lush garden where life was easy. And as the phrase has been uttered many times over the last few years, they had one job. Don't eat the fruit. It was really easy. I mean... Ten commandments may seem a little overwhelming, right? Okay, it was ten. They needed one thing to remember. Don't eat. There's a couple of trees. Stay away from them. Okay, don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And they did. And at that moment, the covenant had been broken by Adam and Eve. And God was no longer bound to do anything for them. He had said, you will die if you eat this. And they ate it. And did they die? Ultimately, yes. Because God kept His promise. But in the meantime, He showed faithfulness that He didn't have to. 
Adam and Eve aren't the only ones. There's, of course, the story of Noah, and, and really, more importantly, of Noah's time, that every inclination of their hearts was on evil all the time. Did God owe them anything? God created this perfect world. He set it in order. And before long, Adam and Eve break the one rule they're not supposed to. God, in His faithfulness, allows them to live. He blesses them with children. Well, that didn't turn out so well, did it, either? Talk about sibling rivalry. God continues to show faithfulness up until the time of Noah and God looks down on the creation that He had made and He saw that they were focused on evil and wickedness. And you would think that God would pull the plug. It was a good idea, it just didn't work out. But God showed faithfulness to a people. And He saved mankind. He saved all of us because He showed faithful, faithfulness to a man named Noah. There's probably not a better example of God showing faithfulness, it seems like, in the Old Testament than to look to the Israelites. The Israelites struggled mightily with showing faithfulness to their God, a God who continually showed faithfulness to them. God made a promise to Abraham that he would be faithful to him and, and he had to know what was coming down the pike, but yet he still made that promise and he still kept that promise to a people that complained and grumbled not long after they walked across dry land where a sea had once been. They grumbled and complained about food, about water, about where they were going to be buried. They found ways to complain about everything that happened in their life. Not only was it for food, it was for having a leader. They wanted to have a king. They basically said, God, you're not good enough. We want a king. And God was faithful. They were disobedient to God, to their kings. And God was still faithful. They turned their backs on God. God sent them off into captivity. They realized that captivity wasn't really as nice as they thought it would be. They came back to God, and God for the millionth time said, you are my people, and I loved you, and I still love you, and I'm going to be faithful. Faithfulness, as we see over and over again, is not about getting what you want or the happy times. It's about following God and being faithful even when things don't work out just the way that we want, we want them to. The greatest example, New Testament and Old Testament combined, course, Jesus. We've lost count at this point of how many times collectively 
humans had disobeyed God. There is no number that we could come up with that would somehow quantify how badly we messed up. All the way back to Noah, every inclination of their hearts was on evil all the time. And that continued over and over and over again. And God over and over and over again says, I love you and I forgive you and I will send My Son for you. Because I love you. Because I am faithful. Now I don't know about you, but when I think about all the sins in my life, I can't count them. But God in His faithfulness chose to send His Son for all of my sins and all of your sins and all of the world's sins. That's a whole lot of sin. And He could have said, look at all this. There's no way I'm going to do anything for this rotten lot of people who from the very beginning, I reached out to them over and over and over again. And they're still sinning. And God chose to be faithful. He did what was hard. What wasn't easy. He did it because He loves us. The song we just sang during communion. I don't know exactly where the punctuation supposed to go. But I want to change it just a little bit. He loved me so. He loved me so.